Hey, golfers. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Tim Connor, PGA member and golf coach out of the Pacific Northwest. I'm here to talk about golf, golf instruction, my learnings from the lesson tee, things I find, happenings, the what's going on, the have-nits, the what's-nots, the who's-its, and it really just kind of debunk and decode some golf swing stuff and, and try to put some good information out into the world for all of you. Hopefully, you can pick up some extra tools or resources to help you inch towards your golfing goals. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about some golf swing nuances that I think maybe that aren't so well unknown by the golfing public. Maybe there's some confusion around these topics, so I kind of want to debunk and decode some of that. I really started this podcast a while back, I think about 150 episodes now, because I felt that golf media as a whole was not telling the complete story. I don't want to place blame or anything on the people that publish major media, but major media for a long time was all about quick fixes. I just, I don't like that story. I don't like that narrative. Golf is a very much so a skill and skills are built over time. Skills are built on strong foundations. And skills are chipped away like a rock flowing over a river in the stream. A rock doesn't become smooth overnight. Neither does your golf swing. You need to work on it. You need to have a vision, a passion, and work towards whatever is important to you. That's why we call it Chasing Your Best. So let's hop into today's episode. I want to talk about connection and width and what those really mean to me and how important they are in the golf swing because they really, really are important components that I think, I just think there's some confusion around it. So to me, connection, let's start with that. And connection also has a very strong correlation with tempo and how smooth the golf swing appears aesthetically. Uh, connection is all of the pieces moving together, your arms, your interior, your body, your hips, your shoulders, it's all of those things moving together. And what I like is if you were to trace a line from, from, or like a laser would come out of your chest and point towards your hands, we want all those things to work back together. And the only way they can work back together is if our hips are a part of that party as well. Connection for most people is lost in the first stage of the golf swing when they take the club away. Many golfers take the club away and they start it with their hands, meaning that they just kind of rip the club back with their hands, they'll start hinging their wrists and all of a sudden we're out of sync, out of tempo, out of timing. And from there, we're just stuck playing catch up, trying to reconnect everything. If everything is connected and moving together, we have a much better chance of bringing the club back to the golf ball. So connection is all of the pieces of the golf swing moving together. And this is where like a towel drill would be very, very beneficial if you put a towel under both of your armpits and you practice swinging back with and maintaining those connection points. And while you're maintaining those connection points, we're also maintaining this secondary piece that is width. Width is so, so important. And I think it's just widely understood as to, as to how to get there and then what's really important. So to me, width is the distance from your chest to your hands. And we're trying to max, and let's think of it this way. There's nuances to this, but we're really trying to maximize the width between our chest and our hands. And a caveat to this is you're not allowed to round out your scapula. Your scapula is not allowed to round forward to help you get more width. Your width is only as much as it can be while keeping your scapula kind of back and towards the spine. That's a little bit into the weeds, but I, I, the scapula is important. It's important it's important. So I think a basic understanding of your scapula uh, will help you further understand your golf swing. But just know that your scapula can slide side to side and up and down and it also can rotate. So it's a very complicated junction. And I see some interesting things that can develop in golf swings where the scapula is not maintained in a relatively neutral position. And then something funky will happen with the shoulder over time or with the back. And it's just it's a piece of the pie that I don't think gets talked about often enough. 
But width, width is when you turn back. Let's go to the top of the golf swing. So as we're at the top of the golf swing here, maximum width is keeping a maximum distance between your chest and your hands without rounding forward your scapula. And for most of you, if you're a right-handed golfer, you're going to actually push our trail hand away from us. And for a lot of you, that's going to feel real weird, but it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. For a lot of you, width is actually, if you need one key component to help you focus on getting wider at the top of your golf swing or maintaining more width, is to actually extend your right arm out, your trail arm. And I find that to probably be the most productive way for right-handed players to create more width at the top of their backswing. Width also correlates really highly with speed. Players that hit the ball a long way, they also tend to have swing arcs that are pretty wide. In fact, probably the widest. There's that component. I don't really focus too much on speed in here because a lot of these things that we do, these accessory type things, they end up translating to more golf speed. So speed, generally speaking, is a byproduct of better movement, but raw speed can also be trained on its own. And really the reason I don't speak to it too, all too often is because speed is not the inhibitor or or the, the bar for most of you to play better golf. For most of you, playing better golf is not necessarily about swinging the club faster. It's about swinging it more efficiently, swinging it more efficiently efficiently will help you create more distance, but it will also help you create more control. And control is the limiting factor for many of you when you're talking about why aren't you shooting the kind of scores you want to shoot. If you go out and hit 10, 12, 14 greens, that's control. Hitting that many greens makes the game relatively easy. You want to shoot lower scores, hit more greens. Let's pivot back towards connection and, and how we can continue to develop that. So I really like a towel drill. I think that's a really wonderful way to help establish and maintain connection. We're going to put a towel under both of our armpits and we're going to learn to swing and maintain that towel's contact. Now, this might actually shorten your end range of motion in your backswing and your follow through as far as the arm swing. And that's okay because what we're really training there is we're really training connection through 95% of the golf swing. And that's when it's really, really important. The arms will tend to outrace the body a little bit at the top of the swing and that's okay. And they will also outrace the body a little bit when they get to the finish position and that's okay. But we want to maintain connection through the majority of the golf swing and that connection will lead to better timing, better tempo and less moving parts. So a towel drill is really good. Another thing that's also really good or similar to a towel drill in a way is something I've always called the Punisher drill. And the Punisher drill sounds just as it sounds. It's um, fairly unpleasant if done correctly, incorrectly. And all you do is you typically take an alignment rod and you shove it in the back end of your club. And you shove that alignment rod in the back end of your club. And pro tip, it does help a little bit to put some water on that or whatever, get some, some kind of moisture on that alignment rod so it more easily slides in the back of the grip. And then as we swing, we want to keep that thing away from the lead side of our body. And that will just teach you what it feels like to move your arms and your body together, as well as what it feels like to not flip the club through impact. And we haven't really talked about that a lot today, but that is what connection is, is if our arms and our body are turning together, the club is going to lag slightly behind the hands through the hit and it's not going to flip through immediately. So connection is really, really important. Width is really important. But and width in the follow through. Like when you watch the best ball strikers, you're gonna see their hands are away from their chest. You're gonna see their arms are nice and extended. What width is also doing is it's also helping you maintain control of the end of the radius. And the end of the radius, do you know what that is? It's the golf club. So if we think about the circle or the swing as a circle and the center of your radius is like your chest or your shoulder and the end of the radius is the club, 
the best control we have of that radius is when everything is in a nice straight line. Example, extension. Example, connection. It leads to more stability through the hitting area and that stability leads to better shot patterns. But none of this stuff is built over overnight. None of this stuff happens all at once. You have to chip away, grind away, keep your focus, and work it in in small, manageable, bite-sized pieces. I don't know if this is important for you, but I do know that generically speaking, these are things that most golfers don't do well and certainly have room to improve on. Unless you're hitting the you know, 10, 12, 14 greens around, there's room for you to improve in this department. Certainly with your width, certainly with your connection. Those are both key attributes of great players. They keep everything moving together. They keep their body and their arms moving together. They keep nice width through their arms and that width creates stability in the club face. All right, y'all. I wanted to just hop on here and talk about that, have a good discussion with you, kind of debunk and decode some of those thoughts around those topics. I hope it helped you out. I still have a user Q&A podcast coming up. I've been bankrolling questions, but keep sending them in. Send me an email anytime. Reach out to me on my socials anytime. And I look forward to hearing from you, hearing your perspectives and hearing where you're at in your golf learning curve. Anyway, Thanks for hanging out. I will catch you back here. Same time, same place next week.